0: Hello, I'm Jill Jackson and welcome to the King's Church Podcast. From Fiddler on the Roof to Abba and from Madonna to Jessie J, it seems like the subject we're going to discuss today is a very popular one. The lack of it causes problems, too much of it it seems to also have a bad effect on people and it's one of life's worries for some people and dominates all the decisions they make. I am, of course, talking about money. You might think this is not the sort of subject a church podcast should deal with as we should address more spiritual matters. So you might be surprised to learn that 11 of the 39 parables told by Jesus in the Bible are about money. That's over a quarter, if my maths is correct. And one in every seven verses in Luke's Gospel is also about the subject of money. And that's without going into other verses about money right through the New Testament, including the most famous one, it would seem, that is always misquoted on television, but which is actually, the love of money is the root of all evil, and not money is the root of all evil. So for all things money, with particular reference to how we use and handle money at King's Church, I'm joined today in the podcast studio by one of the two people look after our money in a very professional way. Lynette and Mark Sowerby are the wonders behind the scenes who work really hard to keep us on track legally and solvent. Welcome to half of the Sowerby contingent. Good morning, Lynette. Good morning, Jill. So I'm gonna get into some questions with Lynette as I am out of my depth already <laughs> and join us for the questions. to ask this very very interesting question was maths your favorite subject at school in it yes maths was my favorite subject so how did you end up being an accountant talk us through your early life (laughs) Lynette. (laughs) early life um
1: yeah I was given the opportunity when I was a student to um do a bit of basic accounts work during my summer holidays with a very good friend who had his own accountancy practice. So that gave me a very valuable insight into some of the work an accountant does. Um, And I guess that sort of helped me on my way. Right. Um, So yeah, accountancy there on in. So did you do a degree or? I did. I did a degree um but in maths and economics um university maths isn't really about numbers though and then when i got my degree i then trained with kpmg one of the big firms um to become a chartered accountant
0: right so how long's that training
1: um took me 3 to 4 years i failed a set of exams in the middle yeah um so yeah it took about 4 years
0: And then you had a bit of a working life before the kids, as I know. Yeah. As an accountant. Yeah. Bit of a working life
1: um, in big practice and doing auditing. Then I moved to a smaller firm in Bishop Auckland. Um, So, yeah, then became a full-time mother for a while, but still did other bits and helped other people out. What about now? And now, as well as church treasurer, um, I work a couple of days a week for a local charity in
0: Middlesbrough, a Christian charity, the Hope Foundation. Excellent. So I often see you, if i ever come into the King Centre, in the office with Mags, beavering away with paperwork and stuff. Can you list all the things you do to keep us on the straight and narrow with money? Yeah. Is that possible?
1: (laughs) I've listed a few things, but I generally do chat some of the time. I do drink coffee and I do eat Liz's delicious scones as well as doing some paperwork and beavering away. So at King's, we use a Sage accounts package um, and it's my responsibility to enter all the purchase invoices, sales invoices, bank transactions onto the Sage package Then each month, I'll give Mark a set of numbers, a trial balance, if you're technical, um, to produce the management accounts so that he can sort of go through them with elders and the trustees so they can monitor how the church is doing financially.
0: Can I just stop you there a minute? Okay, sage to me is a herb in the garden. (laughs) sage can you (laughs) you just enlighten me what sage package is
1: yeah it's a very famous um name of an accounts brand package right uh, you know i will put all the bank transactions in and it will tell me magically you know the balance at the end of the month or it will tell me how much furniture income we've had that month. Right. And um, is it things like
0: wages, stamps, everything? Yeah.
1: yeah, Everything
0: goes in there. Right. And it number crunches, I presume then. Yeah. It does a lot of Right. Okay. Number work. Sorry, yeah. just, I thought I'd better just interrupt then. I didn't know what you meant. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, <laughs> I just thought if I'm ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. We'll it, cover all bases for the dummies like me. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. It does a lot of your analysis work for you. Right. Mm-hmm. In the olden days, you'd have, A big sheet of A3 paper and write down what you'd spent each month on petrol, on food for the cafe. This takes a lot of that out of it and is a lot more accurate because you're not relying on on people adding up manually. And if people want to do
0: something at home, just their
1: home budgeting, could they use a similar package for that Um, or not? They probably could. I wouldn't recommend it because it costs you each month. Ah, there right. is a okay. charge involved for what I personally use for our house finances. It's just a very straightforward spreadsheet. Cool. Sorry, I interrupted you. Carry on with no, the other things. That's fine. So yeah. so, yeah, so I give Mark the numbers, but I'll also discuss each month the numbers with Tom, how he's doing, with Liz, that sort of thing. Um, so Liz is our coffee manager. Yeah, Liz. Yeah. And then if Helen needs any help with her grant claims and monitoring the spend against them, yeah, I'll that's do that.
0: grants for the church and yeah. all that sort of thing that we're looking for extra money to help with specific projects, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Because okay. often they're quite stringent with what you need to report on and spend yeah. on. So. At the end of each year or during the summer following our December year end, Mark and I will prepare the annual statutory accounts because they have to have an independent review by an external company of accountants. Is that because we're a charity? It's because we're a charity but we're also a limited company so it is a legal requirement as well as a charities commission requirement.
0: Can you just, being a charity as a church, there are advantages and disadvantages, aren't there, to to doing that, to being a, a charity? And one of them is the compliance, isn't it? With, yeah. With to do with charity things. Is there anything sort of minimum stuff we have to do? Um,
1: minimum stuff, we'd have to every year um, submit an annual return yeah. to the charity's yeah. commission um and upload our accounts to them and then on the on the legal side of the company being a limited company we have to do an annual return for them not yes. quite as detailed right but if we appoint a new director our elders are directors we've got to submit
0: an extra form to companies House. there's a lot involved in just keeping a big organization like how is on track isn't there there is yeah so the other things i do each month um i'll submit a gift aid return to the revenue right now we need to get into gift aid can you explain what that is for people who don't know about this magic thing the government do
1: (laughs) for when you give to a charity and providing you pay enough tax Then as a charity, we can claim gifted on your gifts. So for every hundred pounds you give, we can then claim an extra £25 back from the revenue. Wow, that's worth having, isn't it? It's definitely worth having. Um, So just get so you have to be a taxpayer
0: to do this. You have
1: to be a taxpayer and you have to pay enough tax to cover the amount of gifted we. You claim claim back. back. And is there some sort of form you would have to fill in to do that? There is a form. It's a a government spreadsheet. Um, Not the easiest, but, um, yeah, so every month I have to. We do it monthly. You don't have to do it monthly as uh, trustees wanted us to do it monthly. Um, So you list all the people in alphabetical order who have given their money to the church during the week during that month you've also got to list their house number or name the postcode the date of their gift and the amount of their gift
0: wow that's a lot of paperwork again every month
1: so yeah it's a lot of copy and pasting (laughs) on that one (laughs) yeah um because it's not just our church members that give during the pandemic um a lot of people, non-church members, started giving to the food bank. Unfortunately, a lot of them have continued. Um,
0: so, yeah. Which is really great, actually. That's very good. The work. Yeah, I think people felt moved during the pandemic because of um, the circumstances people are going to find themselves in. Yeah. So that's great. But that makes a bit more paperwork for yourself and it Mark to do every month. <laughs> Um, Can we get on to giving? I know now I'm going to separate this out. What's your personal view, um, Lynette? Do you think it's good to model something yourself? So what do you do as a household? What do we do? Yeah. We
1: discuss, Mark and I discuss, he's the main breadwinner, how much we believe we should give to the church every month. Right. It's important to give regularly. And also from your, not from the dregs of what's left at the end of the month, but from when you get your money in, whether you, you know, get your income at the beginning of the month, the middle of the month, it's important to set it up regularly.
0: Is that believing that you should give your best to God first? Yeah. Does that come from that idea from the Bible?
1: And really, everything that we have, is from God. He yeah. is a generous heavenly father and we can never out him. If you remember about the 50-50 building project yes, when we were giving away 50% of everything yes. we took in. So really we are just giving back to God what is rightfully his. Yeah. Um, and the Bible often talks about tithes being 10th of our income.
0: Okay, and some people don't understand about that. So can you explain that a little bit more then? Um, yeah, it's,
1: I think it goes back to the Old Testament yeah. where they gave okay. a tenth of their harvest. So would you suggest that's what people give or? It's it's one of those, it's a grey area. Yeah. I'm not yeah. an authority at all on it. Um I think it's something between you and God. There's yeah. many different ways. How do you interpret a tenth? Is it your gross income, your net income? Is it just your earnings? Is it other income coming in? I think you've got to be sensible yeah. about it. That's it's important. pointless. Saying, right, God, I'm going to give you all that and have nothing left to pay the mortgage and get into debt. Um, but I think it's as much about your attitude behind it. We are told yeah. to give cheerfully. And I find that difficult at times. I'm sure where many people do. Um, so yeah, it's given cheerfully and also sacrificially. If you think about the widow giving her last two coins, yeah, you know that was a sacrifice for her. Others, the Pharisees, whatever, giving a large proportion, a larger amount, but a smaller
0: amount of their income. If people are new to this, how do you suggest people get? started if they want to give into the work of god but they're in maybe financial difficulties or on a very low income what 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 do you think is a good starting point lynette i suggest you pray yeah discuss it with your husband
1: wife partner um start off with what you think you can probably afford every month yeah it may be small but no amount is too small yeah if you are giving Keep- from the heart yeah and then maybe try and add a little bit. Yeah. Say, God, we are going to honour you with that and trust that you are faithful and that you will provide for all yeah. our needs.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: And if you are a taxpayer.
0: Yeah, if you're a taxpayer, that makes sense. It didn't cost you anything. Yeah. And the government's going to give us back. Yeah. Yeah. All that money, that's
1: great. But also, if your tax circumstances change, please can you let me know as soon as possible? Yes, I do have an email, treasurer at kingschurch.org. Because like I said earlier, we tend to do these gifted returns monthly.
0: Yeah. So there's obviously a huge range of people out there, from people who are taxpayers who can give, who can, and there are people who, can't but basically the message is if you can give something back to god because you can't outgive god
1: yeah, no.
0: it would be great now so we're getting all this money in mm. but that isn't because we you know want to create some empire here or be greedy as a church how do we use our money now this is a real i did this as an interesting exercise at home what does my money go on at home so obviously there's keeping a roof over my head, there's heating, there's lighting, there's water rates, there's council. I mean, I could go on. There's the cost of stamps, petrol, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we, as a church, so can you say, if I pick some things randomly, she says, like how much do we pay for, say, heating? I know what I pay at home and it's all gone up how much does the church pay? Well, churches have gone up
1: significantly as well.
0: Yes. So in March, our gas bill
1: was over £1,000. <gasps> and our electric was nearly 2000 Wow.
0: And obviously the building's used during the week, which is what we want. It's just a centre for people to come to, to uh, with a cafe and the furniture scheme and food bank. So it's all for the work of um, all the groups that go on. But that's a lot of money, isn't it? It is. Right, okay. Toilet rolls. Right, we've
1: just started using recycled toilet paper. Oh,
0: <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> you explain explain for this the environment? environment. Oh, I mean, I mean, I can understand that, but that's so. No, we do purchase it as
1: new, but it's recycled. But I'm not quite sure what of the actual cost per and roll. How,
0: how many rolls we actually yeah. get through? Okay, postage?
1: Postage. We don't spend a lot these days because we email as much as possible. Again,
0: environmentally. Yeah. That's a great idea. And as well,
1: we have got to be wise stewards of what we have been given.
0: Yeah. And obviously we pay a wage bill to all the people who work here as well. We do.
1: We've got 16 employees um, and I am responsible for payroll every month as well. Right.
0: So you're obviously extremely busy. Now, with my household, which is just me, I have to plan, I have to budget to, um, you know, sort out all my income and sort of stuff that goes out it seems to come in, then go straight out again on everything. Um, How do you think, do you think it's really important that people do budget in their own lives first? Yeah, I did look up the definition of budgeting. Oh, well wow.
1: yeah the process of creating a plan to spend your money yeah balancing your expenses with your income um so yeah and then hopefully you'll have a bit left at the end of every month to save for a rainy day and retirement if you're in that age category which
0: sadly i am <laughs> yes and it's too late now isn't it to have saved for my retirement <laughs> yeah don't get yeah exactly
1: so yeah, I think it, I know it's hard at the moment to plan and we can't say what's going to happen day to day. Energy no. bills we seen are going up, food prices are going up, petrol prices are going up um, and you do have unforeseen um, circumstances. I got in my car yesterday morning to the tyre pressure, pressure warning, like go and I had a flat tyre. So hence
0: I have paid out this yeah. week so that, And for it's a new just Everyday things happen to us and. Money is just the means by which we do this stuff. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Right. Um, I have gone a slightly off our what the questions I could ask you. So, is there something you, anything you really want to say, Lynette, that I haven't covered properly? Just going back to practically how we do give to the
1: church. Yeah. There are various ways to do this. Um, we've gone very technical, and you can now. Give via the website or for this week we'll have a QR code for our gift day. Ooh. Yeah. The best way sort of really is to give by a regular standing order or a bank payment into our bank account because that doesn't incur any charges for us as a church. Um, You can pay by cheque or cash, but for every cheque we bank, it costs us 30p. Right. And for all for every hundred pounds of cash we deposit, I think we have to pay fifty P in charges. So some things are out of our control. And I appreciate that many people don't do online banking. But if you can, that is the best way for and, us.
0: And that's why it's good to have a reason why, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want people out there to get the impression We're after people's money all the time. We always make it a point to say we're not. No. And there are many other ways to give. Yeah.
1: You can give with your time. Yeah. It may be you're unemployed, so you don't have much income, but you have time. Yeah. And you can serve God in many other ways with your time by serving, volunteering in the King's Centre, praying for people, just being a friend to people. Yeah. Yeah
0: it's a good just a really good point to make and I also think um it's a journey into this mm. that you can start out and I would say look what God can do back when yeah. you talked about the fifty-fifty project um can you just I think it'd be a good idea just to explain if people don't know what that is explain what it was and why yeah, was you think a- it's a great example Because I agree with you, it's fabulous. Yeah, it was a vision of
1: Phil's. um, And when we undertook the building project, he felt God very clearly say to him that for every amount we got in towards our building project, we should then give 50% away to other needs around us. Yeah. So we were blessing
0: others as we were blessed. It came out of, I think it was the... It was when the South African World Cup was on, if I'm right. Mm. And a group of people went out from here with a charity called Lions Roar to build um, some accommodation for some children in an orphanage and various things, and and also do some stuff with football with the kids. Mm. And because they saw the lack of resources people had out there, it was that sort of idea that we don't want to build a great big monument here. We want it to be a useful place. But at the same time we want to be able to give so other people can mm. give as well. And the great thing was the numbers added up at the end of the day. They did. There was a few sleepless nights.
1: Yes. <laughs> for a few <laughs> people involved. People, yeah. Um, but yeah, God you, provided God, as he always was, does. And that
0: was a great testimony to um just the faith that people had at the time that take a step and God provides. Mm. And that's as true in our own personal lives, if we're doing it for the right motivation, if our heart's right with God, and yeah. we say, "Look, God, I've got twenty p this week. I can afford two p, maybe, or maybe not that. But if the heart's right before yeah. God, so I think I do I do think it's a journey. Is there anything burning in your um? The rest of your brain that you want to tell us, Lynette, now is your opportunity to get it off your chest. <laughs>
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't
0: think so. Well, I want to thank you for coming in and chatting with us today okay. and, and for your, all your hard work because you obviously do so much behind the scenes. And can you pass on to Mark, who's your husband, mm-hmm. the gratitude of at least one person because I can't really add up myself because um, I once put the decimal point in the wrong place When I was giving somebody five hundred pounds, I wrote five thousand instead. I have done that before. So I think we're—I think we're well. I was going to say I think we're in safer hands in yours. Um, Now you might have been listening to this today and been surprised by how much we use as a church to keep the work of God's kingdom going, in order to reach the people of Darlington and beyond. And if you're a member of King's Church and want to sort out your giving, you now know how to. But it's also good to remember what the Bible says about money. Do not wear yourself out to get rich, it says in Proverbs. Do not trust your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches and they are gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off into the sky like an eagle. Or what Timothy said, for we brought nothing into this world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and... Huge pause while I turn over. Into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. So if for anybody listening today who is struggling with money, who is in debt, who's really worried about this difficult uh, problem at the moment with escalating bills, please note that there are organisations that will help you. There is a new o- office for CAP that's opened in Darlington, de- details of which you can find on our website. And please talk to somebody at King, somebody you trust. If you're struggling at any stage with money, Lots of people will be here to help you.